Hey, what's going on guys? It's Marcus. Welcome to the Fixed on Him podcast. I hope you're doing well. I'm so honored that you would tune in this week. We're going to have a good conversation about a beautiful, omnipresent God. We hope you take something from this and that you enjoy. Let's go. Love you guys. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Actually, I shouldn't say welcome back. This is the first episode. The one before this was just like a little intro of what's going to go down. So welcome to the Fixed on Him podcast. I'm so, so happy that you decided to tune in with us today or whatever day you are hearing this. So happy that you guys are listening. Um, First off, I just want to pray before we even just continue. I really want this podcast not just to be about me, about the people that are going to be on this podcast, but just to glorify the Lord. So however you want to pray right now, if you're at home, bow your heads, close your eyes, don't do that if you're driving. Um, however you want to just pray, just pray with me real quick. Uh, God, I just pray that uh, this word, this sermon just reaches at least just one person. I pray that um, this podcast will do nothing but glorify your name. I pray that everybody that is listening is doing amazing and will get something out of this and can be able to apply it to their day-to-day lives, Lord. I pray all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, like I said, guys, welcome so much to the podcast. Welcome so much. That was so weird. Anyways, I just wanted to, this is just going to be me today. Um, did I even introduce myself? I feel like I'm getting way ahead of myself. Anyways, uh, what's going on, guys? I'm Marcus. Um, I'm the only one that's going to be on this podcast today. Uh, fortunately, we didn't get to get uh, other friends on it this week. However, we will soon. So definitely stay in tune for that. Um, so we can get some more conversations about the Lord. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to hop right into it. Um, today we're going to be talking about being single and secure. So where are all my single people at? What is going on y'all? Um, this is, uh, notes taken from a sermon of Rich Wilkerson's a while back. I think about like a year ago, year and a half ago, uh, probably, um, took some notes and I thought this was such a relevant topic um today and i feel like it's gonna stay a relevant topic for a really long time especially for us youth and young adults um i feel like this is really such a relatable topic because i feel like a lot of us know a thing or two about relationships whether we've been in one in real life or we've seen it through tv shows and movies so i feel like this is really good and relatable topic so yes single and secure so basically i'm going to start this off with a story um, for those of you guys who don't know me, um, like I said, I'm Marcus. Um, I did live in Corpus, uh, Corpus Christi, Texas for about a year for school. Um, and over there, I attended a church called New Life Church. Shout out New Life Church, by the way. I miss you guys, the New Life Young Adults. If anybody, if any New Life Young Adults are listening to this podcast right now, dude, guys, shoot me a text. I miss you guys. It's been incredible incredibly long i need to go back and visit y'all need to come down and visit like we need to link up again it's been so long i hope you guys are doing good i love y'all and yeah just shoot me a text if you guys are free anyways i used to be a part of new life's youth leadership team shout out to the youth leadership team by the way uh tim mario i know there's some more people that i'm forgetting but um shout out to all of you guys you guys were amazing um it was awesome that church was just so amazing like everybody there just glorified the lord and 
oh, the atmosphere there was just amazing. So there was uh, a time where, you know, like if I see somebody like sitting alone at church, like in the uh, lobby before entering the worship center, like I would go up to people and I would try to make conversation, make friends, make them feel welcome. You know, you want, them, you want people to make them feel like a family. Like that's what it was all about. And I saw this guy sitting alone. So I went up to him and, you know, Sundays after Sundays, keep going up to him. And we just, we became, we became close, I feel like. And he went for uh, quite a while and then he stopped for about like two or three months. Um, I'm not going to say his name for, you know, personal reasons. But yeah, he stopped going for a while. And then after like two or three months, he came back. And I was like, bro, what is going on? Like, what's up? It's been so long since I've seen you. What have you been up to? What's up? And he was just saying things like uh, him and his girl, um... Like he loves her and all, but he just feels like if he steps to this girl, to this other relationship, like, ooh, this might be better because like the spark in my relationship isn't, it's not there anymore. Like, you know, like I feel like, mm, like I'm not really feeling it anymore. And if I go to this girl, like, oh, like I think that it'll be fire. It'll be awesome. It'll be fun. And by saying this, I'm not trying to bash at him at all. Um, this is simply just um, to spread the name of the word of God. So I love that man to this day. Such an amazing um, leader of God. And he's so anointed. It's crazy. It's awesome. But let me just start this thing by saying the grass is never greener on the other side. The grass is simply greener where you choose to water your grass. Oh my gosh. I know I'm talking to somebody right now. I know I'm talking to somebody right now. I'm going to say that again. If you guys are taking notes, write this down. The grass is not greener on the other side. The grass is simply greener where you choose to water your grass. Amen. That's such a good word right there. I feel like a lot of the times, um, especially us youth and young adults, we kind of see other people, whether it's on social media or TV or movies, um, having these fairy tale relationships and we feel left out as single people. And let me just tell you, God is calling you to be secure in whatever season that you're in we sometimes we feel like we need a spouse to make us feel complete but if not careful in this church world we will create this idea that we need a spouse in order to be secure which is completely not true at all you see i'm going to speak some truth real quick a spouse doesn't produce security only our savior does oh my gosh take notes take notes i'm gonna say that again a spouse does not produce security. Only our savior does. God believes and I believe that we can all walk in security. I'm going to just, I'm going to speak some more truth real quick. A lot of times we always want to compare ourselves to the people who have relationships on social media, on TV, on in movies, and we want to be them. We want to have that relationship. But let me tell you real quick, be the minority because the majority is overrated. Come on. I know I'm talking to somebody right now. Be the minority because the majority is overrated. Sometimes it's hard to do that though because for a lot of us, sometimes it isn't the easiest thing to be the minority. Sometimes we're afraid that if by us being single, people are gonna come up to us and be like, dude, you don't have a girlfriend yet? Bro, you're how old? You don't have a girlfriend? Girl, you're how old? You don't have a boyfriend? Like, are you kidding me? Like, look at all of us. We have boyfriends, we have girlfriends. Like, but let me tell you, most of the time, the right thing isn't always the easy thing. And the right thing is always God's word. And speaking of God's word, it's not about knowing God's word. It's about applying God's word to your life. I can know the book 
uh, I can know the Bible from Genesis all the way to Revelations, word for word. I can be on stage preaching the truth about God, and I can be saying all these factual things from the Bible, but that will mean nothing to me and to you if you're not applying that into your life. You know, I, I hear all these people sometimes, and they say, I want that one in a million type love. But how are they ever going to find you if you look like everyone else? Yo, I'm going to say that again. I keep saying that. I'm going to say it again and say it again. But that's just so true. Everybody sometimes, like everybody says, I want that one in a million type love. But how are they ever going to see you if you look like everyone else? How are, you gonna, how are they going to see you if you're the majority? Be the minority because the majority is overrated. Come on. And to add on to that, I hear sometimes a lot of that, well, basically a lot of the times I hear people saying, I just want to have some fun. Like I'm young, you know, like I can have some fun with a couple guys. I can have some fun with a couple girls. Like, come on, like I'm young. I'm not going to be this young again, but it's that type of mantra. It's that type of mindset that's going to lead them to live the life all by themselves. See, God's word wants to help you. It doesn't want you to be alone. God's word wants to help you. And you can be single and secure through God's word. And by staying on God's word, we stay on the path of God. And we don't want to stray from the path of God because we don't know what lies ahead of us. You know, like we're so in love with love and that's okay. It's not bad. It's just one-sided. You know, there's a flip side to love and it's responsibility. You know, it's a, it's sacrifice. But being single is awesome. Like there's beautiful things to being single like there's a beautiful side to being single a lot of the times we have this mindset that being single sucks and like our life is at a pause and at a standstill because like you know we have no one to share our life with but let me tell you right now singleness is not a comma singleness is not a comma singleness is not a stop sign your life doesn't begin when you get married. Your life doesn't begin when you get a boyfriend or make or have a girlfriend. Life is happening. Your life is already happening. The question is, are you happening? You know, I think Rich Wilkerson said it best. Jesus is a better partner than any spouse could ever be or dream of being. And maybe he's just waiting for you to figure that out before he blesses you with someone here on earth. I'm gonna say that again because I know I'm talking to somebody. Jesus is a better partner than any spouse could ever be or dream of being and maybe he's just waiting for you to figure that out before he blesses you with someone here on earth but you know sometimes people think it's like the flip side also like sometimes sitting on the path is as detrimental than getting off of the path like i hear this all the time especially like in those like youtube videos like these like girls sometimes they're like i want a man who's rich but understand that people who are rich know how to invest and the way that you're living your life, he's looking at you and saying, you look good on the outside, but there's nothing to invest into. Come on. He's looking at you and saying, you look good on the outside, but there's nothing to invest into. And it goes for the same for guys. Like I hear guys sometimes and, I'm, and they're like, I want someone who's hilarious and pretty, but they mope around all day complaining about life. Or they go, I want a girl with like a good body with the curves and the hips, you know? But bro, you haven't been to the gym in five years. Shut your mouth, you know? Like, or I want a girl who's on fire for God. Homie, you haven't even gone to the growth track yet. Come on. Or, you know that feeling when you met Jesus and you, like, you got so on fire for him and somehow you got plugged into community and somehow you wandered off like the portugal and when it came time to come home, you tried to hide all the evidence? 
You know, like, oh my gosh. Like, you think it's annoying because of where you at. Like, you were ashamed of it. And hear me as your friend, but bitterness is ugly. Bitterness deflects the blessings of God. It deflects the opportunities that God brings your way. Like, bitterness is ugly, but faithfulness is always attractive. Take notes on that. Ready? Bitterness is ugly, but faithfulness is always attractive. You know, some of you are single uh, in this place and you have a desire to have a spouse or a partner. And that's awesome. God, that's, a, that's a, such an awesome godly desire. But hear me, if you walk around bitter for too long, the very thing that you're asking for, you're going to deter away from your life. Maybe you have been waiting for a long time. And it's maybe not that you're waiting. Maybe it's deeper than that. You know, maybe, maybe you're wounded. Maybe there's people that are hearing this right now that are wounded. Maybe it's because you did something wrong to someone. Maybe someone hurt you. Uh, someone cheated on you. Maybe someone left you, traded you. Um, maybe verbally abused you or worse, God forbid, but physically abused you. And you're carrying this wound around. And the challenge with an open wound is that the wound will only fester and bitterness is the result. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like speak some truth upon you guys just a little bit. And I know sometimes it's hard for us to do this, but despite what someone has done in your life. And I, I'm talking about relationships, not just within an intimate space. It can just be friendships or anything like that. But like forgive others. You know, we have to forgive others, you know, or else uh, it'll turn into bitterness. And that is so unattractive. To add on to forgiveness, um, you know, we have the option to forgive. There's a choice when we forgive people. And I have three things here um, that will help us and you, you and I um, to help forgive others. One, fill our gaps with love and trust. In um, Proverbs 10, 12, it says, hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all offenses. Two, think of it from their side, because there's always two sides to every story. And a lot of the times that bitterness comes in and we don't want to hear the other side of the story. We think we are right. But there's always two sides to every story, so hear them out. And three, choose to overlook an offense. In Proverbs 19.11, it says, A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. You're taking notes. Take this down. Overlook equals Passover. No one has changed the world by walking around mad and walking around with a bitter heart. If you're stuck on that, just remember, God's plan ahead of me is greater than the offenses behind me. Like, we can't have gaps in our relationships in our families and marriages on everything we can't have gaps we need if we do have gaps we got to rebuild those walls by rebuilding those walls not only do you help relationships in your day-to-day life but you also get closer to god by rebuilding your walls you see the enemy doesn't want those gaps to be closed because that's when the devil can creep in and destroy everything so keep worshiping and keeping faithful and keep forgiving and there's another three things I had listed here that are essential for closing gaps in our lives. And it's caring, is doing and taking action, and also determination. And this is just like a spontaneous word that I just came to my mind. It's probably not even what we're talking about, or it could be. But what you think is a coincidence in your life is actually God's placement for you. So just remember that. I don't know. That was awesome to me. And I, th- I heard that in my head. I was just like, oh my goodness, God, you're so good. Lastly, I want to focus on this real quick. Being single is so amazing. First of all, you shouldn't be wanting 
to get into a relationship if you haven't figured yourself out yet. Singleness is a time to figure who you who you are through the Lord. I started there for a second, but it's to figure out who you are through the Lord. Your singleness is so important. Use that time to dive into the word. Grow your relationship with the Lord. Because first of all, in order to be in a relationship, we need to have a great foundation with the Lord, you and your spouse. I learned this the other day and I just it honestly like caught me by surprise. Like I'm at fault of it too, where I'll just be praying for my future spouse, but I'll be praying it selfishly. You know, I'll be like, God, like, please let my future wife have this for me. Uh, let my future wife have this type of hair, have this color eyes, be this tall. And we make this list, you know, we can't pray for our future spouse selfishly. Instead, we should try to pray for our future spouse unselfishly like God, whatever obstacle that my spouse may be going through right now, I pray that you get them through it as it builds character for that way. When we get together, we will have such a great foundation in you, Lord. Pray for your spouse unselfishly. And lastly, your singleness, focus on who God is, focus on the word. That love is not going to be there at all. And when you quit prioritizing love, falling in love will prioritize you. Oh my gosh, I'm going to say that again. When you quit prioritizing falling in love, falling in love will prioritize you. And just to clarify, it's okay to desire to love. It's okay to want a relationship. It's inevitable. It's human nature. That's who we are. But we have to understand that having that relationship with the Lord is far more important than any spouse. The love that you think that certain guy can give you or the love that you think that certain girl can give you has no match to the love that God can give you. Well, that's all I have for today. This was a much shorter message, but as long as somebody got something out of it, that's all that matters. As long as you're spreading the word of God, that is all that matters. I just want to close this out with a prayer. Uh, Lord, I just pray that at least somebody took something out of this message today, Lord. I pray that everything that anybody has learned today, that they're able to apply it to their day-to-day lives, Lord. I pray that you continue to work miracles in every single person's life. And I pray that you continue to give us the strength and motivation to dive into your word each and every single day. And I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today. I really hope you guys did enjoy and got something out of it. We do have something we want to tell you guys. If you do click on our bios in this podcast, you will see that there is a link. And in that link, you can submit questions, anything you want us to talk about, any topics, any questions that you might have about your faith or anything like that. Feel free to send them over. And we might even answer it in the next podcast. Like I said in the beginning, this was only me today. But in the future, we are definitely going to have more people that you're going to be able to connect with via podcast. And I'm so excited for you guys to meet them. Thanks for tuning into the Fix on Him podcast. Take care and we love you guys.